Life is complex. Join us for the simple gifts of wisdom, love, and delight in the written word. Paradise Lost by John Milton Chapter 6 Lines 262 through 468 The archangel Michael addresses Satan in hopes by single combat to end the war in heaven. Author of evil, unknown till thy revolt, unnamed in heaven, now plenteous, as thou seest these acts of hateful strife, hateful to all, though heaviest by just measure on thyself and thy adherents. How hast thou disturbed heaven's blessed peace, and into nature brought misery, uncreated till the crime of thy rebellion? How hast thou instilled thy malice into thousands, once upright and faithful, now proved false? But think not here to trouble holy rest. Heaven casts thee out from all her confines. Heaven, the seat of bliss, brooks not the works of violence and war. Hence, then, an evil go with thee along, thy offspring, to the place of evil, hell. Thou and thy wicked crew there mingle broils, ere this avenging sword begin thy doom, or some more sudden vengeance, winged from God, precipitate thee with augmented pain. So spake the prince of angels, to whom thus the adversary, Nor think thou with wind of airy threats, to all whom yet with deeds thou canst not. Hast thou turned the least of these to flight, or if to fall, but that they rise unvanquished, easier to transact with me, that thou shouldst hope, imperious, and with threats to chase me hence? Err not, that so shall end the strife which thou callest evil, but we style the strife of glory, which we mean to win, or turn this heaven itself into the hell thou fablest. Here, however, to dwell free, if not to reign. Meanwhile thy utmost force, and join him named Almighty to thy aid, I fly not, but have sought thee far and nigh. They ended parley, and both addressed for fight unspeakable. For who, though with the tongue of angels can relate, or to what things liken on earth conspicuous that may lift human imagination to such height of godlike power. For likest gods they seemed, stood they or moved, in stature, motion, arms, fit to decide the empire of great heaven. Now waved their fiery swords, and in the air made horrid circles. Two broad suns their shields blazed opposite, while expectation stood in horror. From each hand with speed retired, where erst was thickest fight, the angelic throng, and left large field unsafe within the wind of such commotion, such as to set forth great things by small. If nature's concord broke, among the constellations war were sprung, two planets, rushing from aspect malign of fiercest opposition, in mid-sky should combat, and their jarring spheres confound, together both, with next to almighty arm uplifted imminent, 
one stroke they aimed that might determine and not need repeat as not of power at once, nor odds appeared in might or swift prevention. But the sword of Michael from the armory of God was given him tempered so that neither keen nor solid might resist that edge. It met the sword of Satan with steep force to smite descending and in half cut sheer, nor stayed, but with swift wheel reverse, deep entering, shared all his right side. Then Satan first knew pain, and writhed him to and fro convolved. So sore the grinding sword with discontinuous wound passed through him, but the ethereal substance closed, not long divisible, and from the gash a stream of nectarous humor issuing flowed sanguine such as celestial spirits may bleed, and all his armor stained, erewhile so bright. Forthwith on all sides to his aid was run by angels many and strong, who interposed defense, while others bore him on their shields back to his chariot, where it stood retired from off the files of war. There they him laid, gnashing for anguish and despite and shame, to find himself not matchless and his pride humbled by such rebuke, so far beneath his confidence to equal God in power. Yet soon he healed, for spirits that live throughout vital in every part, not as frail man in entrails, heart of head, liver or reins, cannot but by annihilating die, nor in their liquid texture mortal wound receive, no more than can the fluid air. All heart they live all head, all eye, all ear, all intellect, all sense, and, as they please, they limb themselves, and color, shape, or size assume as likes them best, condense or rare. Meanwhile, in other parts, like deeds deserved memorial, where the might of Gabriel fought, and with fierce ensigns pierced the deep array of Moloch, furious king, who him defied, and at his chariot wheels to drag him bound threat, nor from the Holy One of Heaven refrained his tongue blasphemous. But anon down cloven to the waist, with shattered arms, and uncouth pain fled bellowing. On each wing Uriel and Raphael, his vaunting foe, though huge, and in a rock of diamond armed, vanquished Adramalek and Asmodai, two potent thrones that to be less than gods disdained, but meaner thoughts learned in their flight, mangled with ghastly wounds through plate and mail, nor stood unmindful Abdiel to annoy the atheist crew, but with redoubled blow Ariel and Arioch, and the violence of Ramiel scorched and blasted, overthrew. I might relate of thousands, and their names eternize here on earth, but those elect angels, contented with their fame in heaven, seek not the praise of men. The other sort, in might, though wondrous, and in acts of war, nor of renown less eager, yet by doom cancelled from heaven and sacred memory, nameless, in dark oblivion let them dwell, for strength from truth divided, and from just, illaudable, naught merits but dispraise and ignominy. Yet to glory aspires vainglorious, 
and through infamy seeks fame. Therefore, eternal silence be their doom. And now their mightiest quelled, the battle swerved with many an inroad gored, deformed rout entered, and foul disorder. All the ground with shivered armor strown, and on a heap chariot and charioteer lay overturned, and fiery foaming steeds. What stood, recoiled or wearied, through the faint satanic host, defensive scarce, or with pale fear surprised, then first with fear surprised and sense of pain, fled ignominious to such evil brought by sin of disobedience. Till that hour, not liable to fear, or flight, or pain, far otherwise the inviolable saints, in cubic phalanx firm, advanced entire, invulnerable, impenetrably armed, such high advantages their innocence gave them above their foes. Not to have sinned, not to have disobeyed. In fight they stood unwearied, unobnoxious to be pained by wound, though from their place by violence moved. Now night her course began, and, over heaven-inducing darkness, grateful truce imposed, and silence on the odious din of war. Under her cloudy covert both retired, victor and vanquished. On the foughten field Michael, and his angels prevalent and camping, placed in guard their watches round cherubic waving fires. On the other part, Satan with his rebellious disappeared, far in the dark dislodged, and, void of rest, his potentates to counsel called by night, and in the midst thus undismayed began. O oh, now in danger tried, now known in arms not to be overpowered, companions dear, found worthy not of liberty alone, too mean pretense, but what we more affect, honor, dominion, glory, and renown. Who have sustained one day in doubtful fight, and if one day, why not eternal days? What heaven's Lord had powerfulest to send against us from about his throne, and judged sufficient to subdue us to his will, but proves not so, then fallible, it seems, of future we may deem him, though till now omniscient thought. True is, less firmly armed, some disadvantage we endured, and pain, till now not known, but known as soon contemned. Since now we find this our imperial form incapable of mortal injury, imperishable, and, though pierced with wound, soon closing, and by native vigor healed. Of evil then so small as easy think the remedy. Perhaps more valid arms, weapons more violent, when next we meet, may serve to better us, and worse our foes, or equal what between us made the odds. In nature, none. If other hidden cause left them superior, while we can preserve unhurt our minds and understanding sound, do search, and consultation will disclose. He sat, and in the assembly next upstood Nisroch, of principalities the prime. As one he stood escaped from cruel fight, sore toiled, 
his riven arms to havoc hewn, and cloudy in aspect, thus answering, spake. Deliverer from new lords, leader to free enjoyment of our right as gods. Yet hard for gods, and too unequal work we find, against unequal arms to fight in pain, against unpained, impassive, from which evil ruin must needs ensue. For what avails valor or strength, though matchless, quelled with pain which all subdues and makes remiss the hands of the mightiest? Sense of pleasure we may well spare out of life, perhaps, and not repine, but live content, which is the calmest life. But pain is perfect misery, the worst of evils, and excessive overturns all patience. He who therefore can invent with what more forcible we may offend our yet unwounded enemies, or arm ourselves with like defense, to me deserves no less than for deliverance what we owe. Tis the gift to be simple. Tis the gift to be free. Tis the gift to come down where we ought to be. And when we find ourselves in the place just right, twill be in the valley of love and delight. When true simplicity is gained, to bow and to bend, we will not be ashamed. To turn, turn, will be our delight, till by turning, turning, we come round right. <laughs>